Greetings. This is the Stephen Ivy Show, where we are having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspire healing. Let's go inside this episode to take a listen. I know you'll enjoy. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Ivy Show, where we're having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspire healing. As always, I'm your host, Stephen Ivy, and today's guest is an international author, trauma recovery coach, as well as a small business mentor. She's the CEO of the Inspired by You LLC, helping to empower people to become a whole better you. Guys, uh, she's no stranger to the show. Help me welcome one more time to the show, Miss Santresa Wilson. Hey, Santresa, how you doing? Hey, thank you. And thank you so much for having me back. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be able to be on your show again. Definitely. Definitely. I'm glad to have you back. So uh, our our first conversation, uh, the fire was burning. Uh, it was it was burning strong. And so before we hop into what, what you have for us today, would you go ahead and and just take a few moments and recap what we talked about the first time? I, I, I hope that people are not putting a cart before the horse and listening to part two before they listen to part one. But, you know, you can never underestimate people. So help us out real quick. <laughs> Yes. So, you know, we talked briefly about, um, you know, hope and healing. And then we talked about um, just ways to grow and evolve as a person, as an individual. And so we touched upon, you know, number one for me is keeping God first in all that we do um, in all of our activities um, so that we can progress. You know, the best way to know which direction to take, right, is by um, just following our creator and, and following him in his steps of what he has predestined for us to do. And Definitely. then the second of what I've deemed to be um, very important um, under that is self-love. It's nothing like loving on yourself, being able to deal with yourself, right? Whether that entails um, dating yourself, going out, spending time with yourself, reevaluating the do's and the don'ts. Sometimes I say to people, what is it that you used to enjoy doing, but you stopped doing because life or because someone else told you that, you know, oh, you was too old to, to color still, or you was too old to draw, or you were too old to write. So what are those things that you could bring yourself back to the brain, uh, a, a center back to yourself so that you can grow and evolve? It's nothing like putting God first and, and learning and knowing yourself. Awesome. But well, let's go ahead and hop into the conversation. So my third point is forgiveness. And wow. for me to move forward and to get where I'm at, what I've learned is that a lot of times, instead of us forgiving someone, we suppress it. And through suppression, we call ourselves moving on. I'm over it. I'm over it. That's what we know. a lot of people say. We over. I'm over it. I'm done. So I'm like, can you forgive me? Yeah, I'm over it. Oh, yeah, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is either the same person will do something else or someone else who's not aware of the situation to do something similar. And all of a sudden, those old emotions re-arise and they come back up. And now this person don't understand why you're mad at them. You holding grudges against so many people, even though you said you're over it. No, 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 no. See, when you see those red flags of those same emotions that you felt, forgiveness is for us because it helps us to release the emotions that were tied to the offense that happened to us. It's not always, it's not about the other person. And we hear people say that, but it's because we carry 
the weight of the emotion that we felt when the offense happened. So that's why when we say to somebody, I forgive you, or you say to somebody, can you forgive me? We're releasing those emotions. And that's why sometimes it's hard for us to humble ourselves and to go to a person and to say, can you please forgive me? Because there is a release that needs to happen. And so same thing goes with ourselves because we hold ourselves accountable for things that happen in our lives and we blame ourselves and we beat ourselves down. But no, we have to learn to forgive ourselves so we can move forward. Because what happens is, is that when we trip up again in life, here we go beating ourselves up again. And all those old memories of things that we've gone through, those old memories of um, just of, of us making error somewhere in our lives, they always tend to rise up and to re-trigger instead of us yeah. realizing that it's a process of what we're going through. I just made a post the other day. I don't lose right? Either I win or I'm learning a lesson behind what I'm going through because that's the only thing that it is. You can't, don't beat yourself up, forgive yourself so you can move forward so that if you do trip up again, what is the lesson that I need to learn in this so I can avoid it happening again? And we beat ourselves up so much because we don't forgive ourselves. And that goes from older, you know, issues from childhood into adulthood and it just lingers on. Yeah. Which brings me to point number four. Go ahead. Um, which is use your past experiences as a learning lesson and not as an excuse. Because wow. a lot of times yeah. we go through stuff and we always want to point the blame of what happened when. Right. And mm -hmm. it's time to move past that. We can't continue to allow what our mothers didn't do, what our fathers didn't do, what our teachers didn't do to continue to pave the way for us to have a crutch on and use so that we don't move forward. We have to learn to take those lessons, take a lesson from it, because you can learn a lesson out of everything. Take yeah. whatever lesson you need to learn from that and use that to build and grow off of. And until we realize to do that, you're going to be stuck. That's the only way you could grow because a lot of people get stuck. And I understand, I wholly understand that people have rough childhoods. I understand that things happen that they can't prevent. But when is it that you take that lesson, whatever lesson it is, look at it from a different perspective and move forward and grow past it. But again, that's tied into forgiveness because a lot of times it, it links together. A lot of times you, I can't, that happened to me. And you're holding on to those feelings because you haven't forgiven you haven't forgave and you're holding on to those feelings and so you're holding on to that old or that old situation and it's hard for you to move forward so those two kind of go hand in hand yeah and my last one is always you come to your clothes my clothes no, that's what she said as i come to my clothes <laughs> in closing um always practice integrity oh, and it's man, a hard that's a big hard thing especially yeah. when you're starting off yeah. And um, it was for me a few years, about probably about 10 so years ago when I started at the church that I'm at. And they did this lesson on integrity. Right. And it's something so small. A lot of times it's something as small as you walk about the grocery store and they gave you an extra dollar. Some people count that as a blessing. No, take it back. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because um, you it's, it's the right thing to do. So before we go on, because somebody just heard you talking about giving a dollar that they were blessed with, giving it back to the to the to the grocery store, or wherever they get this dollar from. Tell us what integrity is. Oh, integrity, I could say just to break it down. It's just it's just being honest. 
Yeah. Being, and, and I think that's the simplest way without getting all technical so that people could just understand. It's just being an honest person. It, it speaks very, it speaks volumes in regards to your character. And that's what we have. That's all we have. It could create a big name for yourself. You could try. But what people are remember is the honesty that level that you walk in. And that means in every single area, you can't sugarcoat it. You can't be honest in some areas and honest in the other ones. Listen, God's not bipolar and neither are, are we as we walk in Christ, right? Because mm-hmm. we have to, and I don't mean to say it like that, but we have to learn that the same life that we live on the inside of the church is the same life that we need to live no matter where we're at. You can't mm-hmm. live two separate lives. So if you wouldn't do it at church, don't do it at home. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't do it, you know what I mean? At church, don't do not do it at work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everything that we do, we're supposed to do it as we're doing it unto the Lord, right? Because it says, as you're working, that's what, that's what the scripture says. And so that's how you need to conduct yourself. And sometimes it's easier, it seems easier to um, operate with less integrity. Let me, let me example. <clears throat> so I was looking for a place to move to mm-hmm. a while back ago. And um, in my younger years, you know how to finagle stuff to make things look good, make your income stay home a couple of days so them next couple of checks to be short, right? Mm-hmm. And so it would have been easier to do that mm-hmm. than to go to an agency and say, hey, I need, now New Jersey's expensive. So right here could be 1800 Security deposit a month and a half. So you need at least $5,000 to move, okay? Jesus. And so to go to an agency and say, hey, can you help me? And the agency looks at your check stubs and go, you make too much money for me to help you. And, you know, and so I'm like, wait, what? So then somebody said, well, girl, you're not, you know what to do with your paycheck stubs. <laughs> and I said, but I want God's blessing. And if I walk with a lack of integrity, and I fabricate, lie, do whatever to get something. God's not going to bless that mm-hmm. because he's only going to bless God is truth. He's only going to bless what's truth. Right. Yeah. And so I cried, put my little song on. Right. Your will cried. I'm like, God, I'm unchanged. I ain't the same person. But Lord, this is difficult. And so what God did was his will, his will, his will. He made provision that the apartment that I wanted, I couldn't get. Mm -hmm. But then he put me in a house that I didn't ask for, but it was cheaper. And it it did not take all of what I thought I used to be able to do to get it, if that makes sense. So I say that because when you begin to operate with integrity, and that's in every single area of your life, you'll notice that that you'll be blessed beyond measure and it'll just feel good. It don't always feel good in the beginning. It don't all, especially when you're transitioning into it, but I dare you to try it. And as you try it, you'll notice and you'll see how God is starting opening doors and making provisions. A lot of times our doors are blocked. Things are held up because we're trying to operate with uh, without integrity. We claiming people, kids, we doing all kinds of stuff. And yeah. the thing is, is that you have to walk in integrity in order for you to be able to grow. How long will you walk without being an honest person in every single area of your life? How long can you continue to go on like that? Because then you're going to have to continue to lie in order to keep it going. That's just, it's just too much. Yeah, Yeah, it's too much. And so when you're honest and you walk 
with integrity, you'll understand and you'll see how things and people speak highly of your character and doors, greater doors will be open for you. Man, man. Wow. This has been good. Um, I want to go go back really quick. Um, okay. Point number three and uh, talking about forgiveness. Um, mm-hmm. And I just want to hear your, your thoughts on this. Um, some people, what what is the the correlation between forgiveness and forgetting? Is there a correlation? Um, some people say, I'll forgive you, but I'll never forget what you did. Some people say you're supposed to forgive and forget. Um, so tell me what your thoughts. I have a few thoughts, but I want to hear, I want to hear what your thoughts are. Again, for me, um, the forgiveness is uh, releasing the emotion that's attached to the offense because that's the thing that keeps you bound. That's the thing that keeps you stuck. That's mm-hmm. the thing that brings back triggers, that brings back red flags. Um, in regards to forgetting, mm-hmm. um, I I necessarily would say you don't necessarily forget, but when you forgive and you release that emotion, how you how you deal with that person is totally different. So you use wisdom because God gives us wisdom. We have discernment and we can, we can, you know, discern, but okay, let's say this. Somebody offended you and then they come to Christ (laughs) and and God changes their life. Do you continue to look at them as the same old person or do you look at them as a, as a new person in Christ? I mean, it's just kind of like, if God looked at us like that, um, Mm -hmm. we would be in trouble. Because yeah. how many times do we say, God, forgive me, and we turn right back around and make plans and do the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. So for me, um, forgiveness is uh, to release the emotion that's tied to the offense. Um, yeah. And when you release the emotion, it's not that you forget, but it does not uh, uh, bother you as much as it did then. It's just kind of like, yeah, that happened. And again, that's when you're able to find the lesson as opposed to holding and harboring onto that heaviness. Yeah. And, and let me say this, uh, guys, don't take what she's saying to mean that that forgiveness is immediate. Um, sometimes forgiveness can be a process. Sometimes mm-hmm. forgiveness is ongoing. You can think you you let that thing go and it'll creep back up on you and you get the yes. same emotion and you have to practice forgiveness again. So mm-hmm. um, don't I, I know people is, it's almost like you said, sometimes we can say I'm over it and that's our outer shell. Um, man, but forgiveness takes work. It takes it takes some real deep spiritual and even soul work to 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 practice true forgiveness. But true we're not we yes. have to hop on that because um, we could we could stay. That's, that's a, whole, a look. That's a day in the devotion. I'm telling you, it's it's a process. It is. It's totally a process. Yeah. And and sometimes you know, I always tell I tell clients sometimes if you can't get to the person who you need to forgive. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't want to speak to them right now, if you're not ready, if they, you know, if they passed on and you can't speak to them, if they moved, if you lost their number, I suggest you get a piece of paper and you write them a letter and whatever it is, just start writing and get it out. Don't try to format it. Don't try to make it look pretty. Whatever you're feeling, just continue to write to get it out. That is the key to healing. That is the key to begin growth. That is the key to begin your process is to just to get it out. Don't hold on to it. And sometimes, you, like you said, it's a process. And sometimes you might got to write like three, four, five letters because different memories be coming up in your mind. And you're like, right. oh yeah, and, and so, but the key thing is, is just to begin 
to release it, begin to let it go, begin to, you know, let it go. And sometimes it's a little harder than others. Certain situations is a little harder than Mm -hmm. others. But the key thing is to begin your healing process is to get it out and release it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You mentioned a couple of times um, your devotional. Talk talk about that just real quickly. Tell us some of the things that you cover um, in your devotional. Yes. So my devotional is entitled Releasing My Secret, a 30-day devotional to support your healing process. And so the book, when I initially wrote the book, it was because I had gone through a sexual assault and um, which I kind of put that in my preface. And so you hear of so many stories of people and healing and how they came through. And that's not how it was given to me to write it. What it was is it's a, it's a manual to walk with you as you go through your healing process, whatever you're healing from in your emotions. So the each day, it says 30 days is 30 topics. So each day deals with an emotion that you may be going through as you're walking through your healing process, whether that's self-identity, whether that's forgiveness, whether that's just a closer walk with God, whatever that emotion is that you're dealing with. So when you turn and you open up the book and you start day one, you're presented with um, a devotional, you're presented uh, with an affirmation, a scripture, um, a prayer, and then also a suggested song of worship that corresponds with the day that nice. you're going through. So the book is written so that no matter what emotion you're dealing with, it's not like if you put the book down that you're going to be like, oh man, I'm, I was on day 15, I missed out. No, it's meant for you to go back because listen, healing, like we said, is a process. And sometimes yeah. today I'm dealing with forgiveness, but tomorrow I'm dealing with my identity. But then I got to come back to forgiveness because something in my identity took away from that. It reminded me of something that, you know, I didn't forgive in my past. So it's a book that you just continue to work through the pages of and you just deal with it that way. And so no matter where you're at is that's why I call it a manual. It's a manual Mm -hmm. to walk alongside with you as you're going through your healing process. And so people who have read the book, it's people who have had marital problems. Someone was going through postpartum issues. And so I'm grateful that this tool, because that's what I call it, This tool can be used to walk with people as they are going through their own personal healing process pertaining to their emotions. I love it. I love it. Well, um, this has been good. I mean, it's it's really been good. Um, Man, it's been good. I've enjoyed it, honestly. I told y'all she's a preacher. And um, I I'm I may I have plans on getting the devotional slash manual. I hadn't gotten it yet, but that is definitely honestly on my my list to do in my in my Amazon wish list. I have next purchases, a, a wish list of next purchases, and it's in there. And uh, so I can't. Thank you. I can't oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get it and um, go through it and uh, leave you a good review and send you a message and, and with a picture and saying I got my book. You know, and, <laughs> Thank you. And, and it's an easy. It's a very easy read. Let me say, it's not one of those books where you got to grab a dictionary to read. It's very, very simple, very simple read. And it was written like that because, I mean, I, the book was given to a teenager who was dealing with um, suicidal um, issues and things like that. And so 
you know, I'm just grateful that it can reach across the board and it's not just limited to a specific person or a specific situation. I'm just grateful in regards to that. And so I'm grateful in regards to the book that I have coming out. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's, which is another manual, but it deals around the, the whole topic of grief. And so I am extremely excited just for um, God entrusting me with these manuals to help people release their secret, release those things that was meant to keep them bound. Yeah, definitely. So let me know when that comes out. We'll be following I you. Um, I, I can only imagine what both of these manuals are are like because talking to you, you just you just on fire. You like a lighter, a match, um, and you strike that thing and it get on fire, and then uh, then it makes you makes me get on fire. So I can't wait to to read both of these. Thank uh, you. I, I have a few questions I want to ask you as we end, as we come okay. to a conclusion. Um, this, my first question is just, what is the number one takeaway from our conversation today that you'd like our listeners to, to take home with them or, or to take with them through their day? Um, just no matter what, in your process, where you're at in your process, um, to keep God first. And I think that that's the key thing. Out of everything that was said um, out of everything that we've discussed, um, and you may not understand it. Get that song, y'all. I'm telling you, that song, I Bless Your Socks Off. It was written a while ago, but it'll help you process through some stuff and just understand it. It can actually turn into your own personal prayer when you're in your prayer closet, because that's what we desire. And, and sometimes he doesn't give it to us. And sometimes he gives it to us a different way. But yeah. definitely, definitely that that would be my my takeaway. Good, good. Um, what have you read that's uh, recently or that really has inspired you? What have you read that has really inspired you? Uh, Relational Intelligence by Pastor Darius Daniels. All right. And that book is fire. Um, and and I think a lot of people that read it, you read like the first chapter, the second chapter, and then you stop, right? And then you got to read again the first chapter, the second chapter, <laughs> because it's so... Is it, you could listen to the um the audio book or you could buy the actual book, mm-hmm. but it talks about relationships and where yeah. to place people in your life. Um, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way that you could recommend to us? Um, I would say uh, definitely the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a good resource. I agree. <laughs> you know, everything's in it. You know. Read a start. If you don't like reading, listen, you guys, if you do not like reading, because some people struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different um, you know, the Bible app, you can listen to it. I used to, I and again, I've been in church all my life, right? So I used to be like, if it ain't King James, I can't read it. But then sometimes, you know, it's just um I started putting on like um, you know, like the message Bible, listening to some of the stories that are told yeah. because how they tell it is just a little bit more palatable when you're listening to it. And then you're like, oh, and they could go back and read it. And then it'll kind of like, so I would say definitely that. Um, and I definitely would say, um, get you a, a nice devotional to read. Good. Um, what are you currently working on that we should be on the lookout for? I think you told us one thing, but tell us again and anything else that you're working on. Yes. So I have an anthology coming out. It's called Releasing My Secret. I too was a young mom that actually should have been out, but we had a couple of um, 
back end delays. So that'll be coming out as an anthology. I, I gathered a, a group of um, young women who are, all, well, women who are also teen moms and they actually wrote their stories. It's not um, that type of book where you would be like, we're bashing anyone. It's a book of actually giving hope to um, young moms who are coming up right now to let yeah. them know that whatever the adversity that they may um, hit, that they too could be successful and still make it through. I told you it's constant transition at being a teen mom. It's not just the start, it's continuous support that will be needed because when you start off young, a lot of things are put on hold, a lot of things you don't understand. Um, and as you get older, you're always still transitioning. So um, that's a little bit, you know, a little bit different for them. So it's often them support. And then also I am um, coming out with Release in My Secret, Even Jesus Wept. And so that is my devotional that will deal with um, grief and not grief just in regards to death, grief in regards to loss. It's still the similar format that uh, Release in My Secret, a 30-day devotional is in. However, there will be journal prompts of which there'll probably be an attached journal that goes with it to kind of go wow. with both the books so you can write in the journal. And then um, I have a few speaking engagements. Um, if you follow my business page, Inspired by You on Facebook, you'll see all of my flyers coming up. I have something I'm actually booked. I'm booking up until April so far. And so, um, it, but in April, I've posted... Um, I'm doing a, a panel discussion. We're talking about domestic violence and sexual assault awareness. Um, in May, I'm a part of um, a, a month-long summit. And um, I think I'm on May 18th. And I'll be talking about goal setting and sticking with your goals. So I'm, right. I'm super excited. Either, you know, Facebook, I try to keep that up to date, as well as my website, which is santresaw.com. So I have both kind of going so that people could kind of follow me. Um, I have a few other podcast interviews that are coming up soon and um, interviews that will be coming out soon. So all of that information will definitely be between Facebook and my website. How can we stay connected with you? Give us those, the um, the Instagram handle, Facebook and all of that. Okay. Your website so, again. Yes. So my website is santresaw.com. It's my first name, last initial.com. Um, which is S-A-N-T-E-R-E-S-A-W.com, um, which Santresa W is also my handle for Instagram as well as Twitter. Um, and then on Facebook, I have two pages in my two pages that you can follow, which is Santresa Wilson, uh, which is my author page. And then Inspired by You, which is my business page, which is the page that I mostly post on. And also I do various um um, uh, I would say inspirational types of shows on there sometimes when I feel the need um, is, is out there. And then also I am on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, which nice. is um, Coach Santresa uh, Wilson, where you could go and um, any of my videos are up there. I um, actually do a month long a 30 day journey with um, a group of young ladies and we journey through my book for 30 days. And a lot of times afterwards, I'll upload the videos on um, YouTube, which you don't see them. You just see me talking and talking about the devotional mm -hmm. um, and, and on about that particular day. So all of that information, everything is pretty much open. I'm an open book when it comes to um, things that I share because my heart's desire is really to see people walk in, in complete healing, um, just in, in their life. So. Awesome. Well, I want to say thanks again for being on the show. 
Thank you um, for having really me. Been good. Um, you set me on fire, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, all that you're going to be doing in the future. And I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, and I'm I'm recording this so y'all hear it. All right. Um, I I'm going to uh, I, I think I'm going to steal your idea. <laughs> Not really steal your idea, but um, the whole devotional over grief um, is is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can just speak to what I've gone through in the last year and a half or so. I mean, even honestly, what uh, at the time of this recording, what what me and a lot of people um, in my church are going through and, um, and a message of hope in the midst of grief mm-hmm. is something that's definitely needed and for us right now it's physical death but like you said grief can be a whole lot of things and so um don't don't be mad at me um if 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 you see and i i, I listen i like that title too even jesus Wept. i may not say even jesus Wept, but i i love it um you 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 gave me an idea and something to aspire to so i want to say thank you uh, thank welcome. you for your time this has been been wonderful now, you know, I'm a coach, right? So yeah. you see a message pop up in your inbox that goes, where the book at? Don't say anything <laughs> because like I said earlier in the show, yeah. that your voice needs to be heard. Everybody's individual voice. When, God's give it, when God gives it to you, you have to audibly, you have to put it out there, write your book, say whatever he's telling you to say, because the people who you need to reach are waiting for you. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, and this is this, you know, we're ending the show, guys, I promise. But as I'm listening to you talk, I feel like writing me writing is going is is a lot more than just using your idea. I think it's going to heal some some areas and some spots in me um, because and that's what happens. Yeah, yes, that's exactly is, what happens. It's been a hard year and uh, I'm going to do some We're Y'all look forward to the um, episodes that are coming that are going to specifically talk about grief. But um, I don't know when those are going to come, but that's something that's going to happen because it's a it's a journey that I've been going through for the last year. So anyway, thank you. Um, thank you. Now I feel like we can we're going to have to schedule something again and, and get yes. on and talk and record. And uh, but it's been wonderful. You have a great day. All right. You too. Take care. Right. You too. Hey, friend, thank you so much for listening today. I need you to do me a favor. Leave a review and share this episode with a family member or friend. And then make sure you visit my website, www.ivyleagueenterprises.com. I want you to stay up to date with all the wonderful things that are happening in the Ivy League. Listen, it's been real. It's been fun, but I've got to run. Have a great day. Peace.